It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. And our next guest here on the show knows about that all too well. He is a retired FBI supervisory special agent, my old friend James Galliano. Uh, James, tell us, you wrote a really powerful op-ed saying the FBI basically isn't the FBI you knew when you were there. Tell us about that. Joining you guys. And, and look, everybody uh, always thinks wistfully back to a time when they were in an organization, and it was great then, and, you know, time heals all wounds, and as we move forward, we're resistant to change. But some of the change, the FBI's been around for 115 years, since 1908. Some of the change is expected and necessary, but some of the focus right now, I think, and you, you referenced a piece I wrote for the New York Post, um, they're focused on the wrong things, in my humble opinion. They're, they're focused on, on trying to divide us with uh, employee research groups and, and diversity and advocacy co- committees that you can join, that every different type of hyphen possible, you can find a niche to be in. And, and Rita, when I joined the FBI in 1991, you left your ego, you left your identity at the door, you became a nameless, faceless public servant, and I wish we could go back to those days, but it looks like we're not. What do you think is going to happen with the whole thing with Christopher Ray? I mean, Comer said, listen, we should get the document. Uh, to me, it's astounding that we have the FBI director who's saying, I'm not going to hand it over. He's letting them see it privately. But the fact he's fighting it, to me, this I, I think it's outrageous. The American public deserves to know the truth. Yeah, let me really quickly unpack what it is that, that we're talking about. It's a 1023. This is not a testimonial document. What it is essentially is a confidential human source report. And yes, I understand, um, and it's been talked about in the media, this is uncorroborated, unsubstantiated information. But you also mentioned the name of the House Committee. It's the Oversight and Accountability Committee. And I had a conversation with Trey Gowdy on TV the other night. If they can't do this in closed session, or at least have the chairman and the ranking member meet privately to view this, then they're not, when I say they, Department of Justice and FBI, are not allowing the House to do their job of oversight. This, is, this could be solved very simply, and the resistance, it harkens back to Eric Holder and the Fast and Furious days. So I don't think anything's going to happen. They can censure him, but with the current you know, DOJ attorney general and the current you know occupant of the White House, I don't think it'll go any further than that. They're not going to impeach him, which is really their only other option. So uh, Ed Cox here, uh, airborne, James. Uh, airborne. Uh, all the way. Uh, tell me, is this just the top levels in Washington of the FBI you're talking about, or is it really the bulk of the FBI? Uh, I, the sense that I get is it's really the leadership that often comes in laterally rather than the real agents who work their way up from the bottom to the top. Great question. And real quickly, the FBI has 36,000 employees, 12,000 FBI agents. Put that in perspective, the NYPD is 36,000 cops for the five boroughs. So it's a small agency, and you're right. Uh, we refer to it derisively in the FBI as the seventh floor, and unfortunately a lot of the leadership there have been promoted very quickly. They're callow and inexperienced, and they answer to a director who's an appointee. Now, he's supposed to be apolitical, and people have argued uh, the apoliticalness, if you will, of 
previous directors before, whether it was Comey or whether or not it was J. Edgar Hoover. But, yeah, I think this is rock at the top. And I think, you know, the people at the top, they create the culture and the climate. And so does that does that go down, you know, the trickle-down effect? Absolutely. But I will say this, the vast majority of the men and women that keep us safe that are in the FBI are damn good people and damn good public servants. It's the top. Absolutely. By the way, 1,000%. But you know what the thing is? You sit there, James, and you go, wait a minute. It just seems so political. And and the double standards between the way they're handling Republicans versus Joe Biden. I mean, even look at all the stuff with the Hunter stuff. I mean, I mean, don't you see? It's like, uh, how do we bring back faith? And how do we clean it up? Well, we hold people accountable. And unfortunately, Congress has ceded much of its power to the executive branch, Rita, over the years, as you know. And that that creep that's been going on puts the House right now in the unenviable position. The Republicans have a slim majority. The Democrats don't appear to be too interested or intellectually curious about all the pay-for-play stuff going on in the Hunter uh, Hunter Biden laptop. And look, the only thing you can do here is you can issue subpoenas, you can attempt to compel people to testify, and you can haul the FBI director up on Capitol Hill. Um, and if he doesn't do it or he doesn't give them the documents that they have a right they have a right to see, then unfortunately it is going to become a political battle. Should, because should I don't Christopher Ray, you know, we we're almost over. We have 45 seconds left. If, should Christopher Ray just stand up in front of the American people and say, uh, my hands are tied with, uh, and th- this is the truth, maybe? I hate to say this because I wanted to give this FBI director the benefit of the doubt after the, you know, after the horrific time we had under under Director Comey. Uh, John, I, I don't know if he's got the backbone or spine, or maybe he just prefers to be in the background. But yes, this he needs to step forward, and I think that's not going to happen, unfortunately. Wow, very sad. James, thank you so much, and thank you for your great thank you, service. James. Thank you, James. Thank you. Thanks, guys. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.